as we embark on a journey. Uh, at this point in time, I want to welcome you to church and thank you for making this moment special to the Lord. Why is this moment special to the Lord? There is something about the church that comes to God desiring, desperate for his presence, for his love, for his will, for his touch. Last week we're celebrating the day of Pentecost. We're celebrating that season. And trust me, it was not just a celebration. We stepped into a different realm as a church. Can I get a witness that we are in a different realm as a church? The moment we stepped in and we recognized that God is in the house and God is doing it in our time and this day of transformation is upon us, that's when we stepped in. When the prophetic word came to this church and said, you, faith lab, you are a river of life. The river of the Lord flows in this place. When we step in and we recognize that God, you are God all by yourself, that's when transformation started happening. It's a choice for you to step in. It's a choice for you to get into the goodness of God this morning. Oh, I'm excited all by myself because he is God by himself. He is God, the author and the finisher of our faith and is here to change lives. Guess what? He's here also for you. Love. Mama, yeah. I don't know where to begin with this because God has just been brewing something about his beloved church faith life. Faith love, my beloved, my beloved. You and me, we are his beloved. We are the bride today. Whereas we step out of our comfort zone and we say, Lord, you are God. That's when things begin to happen. As we move from our comfort zone, we begin to open up wells and fountain of life that has been that are installed and bestowed upon this house. It's you and me. And guess what? Sometimes you want to preach, but sometimes you can't. Because God wants to be with his people. I was praying this morning and I said, Lord, what do you want to do with your people? I felt God saying, I, ex I am excited. I just want to meet my people and have an encounter. Every time you decide to come to church on a Sunday, God is looking forward to meeting you. God has got an appointment for each and every one of us to deal and to inspire and to give life because he is a God of love. We were bought by his love. Wow. I have notes, but somehow God, God, God made me th go through this, this series, which is an ending. And at the same time, he says, no, this is my place. And God said, I want that both fusion of love and communion with my people. God desires your heart. God desires your dedication. God desires your commitment to him. And God is in this place. There is a grace of transformation. There's a grace to serve. There's a grace to connect with him. But when we step into that zone where we lose control of our comfort and we step into his goodness, something happens. Today, God wants to do something unusual 
in your life, but he needs you to open up. When you open up for his presence, when you anticipate his goodness, when you deliberately take an action and move on and say, Lord, I want you. I want you. Psalms chapter 63 says, Oh, Lord, my God, my soul longs for thee in a dry and weary land. A desire in you is what breaks forth. A desire in you, a longing in us is what keeps and what nurtures the presence of God in a church. Pastor talked about if you want to know the goodness of God that has been shown to the church, go to the book of Acts. I just sit there and say, Lord, I don't need to preach today. The pastor has preached. Because when you step into that realm of understanding what he's doing and how he works in our lives, that's when things begin to happen. You might be going through different challenges, different situations, but there's a place where life begins. When you realize that God is God and is in this place. And his presence is not always the familiar. Sometimes it's when we step in and say, Lord, you are God. You are God. Let's just stand up on our feet and just begin to declare that God, you are God in this place. God, you are God in this place. Lord, you are God in this place. You are welcome in this place. You are welcome in this place. Lord, we thank you that you alone are God in this place and there is no one besides you. Some of you might want to pray in tongues. Just open your mouth and God will fill you this moment. Don't even try. We just declare, Lord, Father, thank you for filling your people. We act your people in your goodness. Just open your mouth in faith and just begin to allow him to speak to you. Can I get a witness somewhere there? The church, the church of God, press on and press into His goodness. Begin to commune with God this morning. Begin to talk to your God. Father, we thank you for your mercies. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for your goodness. Thank you that you alone are God. You alone are worthy in this place. We thank you that you are. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Faith life, this is your moment. This is your season. There is no going back. There is no turning back. This is the moment. It's your turn to step in. He is in this place. Miracles are taking place as we pray right now. Marriages are being restored. Bones are being joined together. Cancer is disappearing in this mist because of God's goodness. 
jobs and better jobs are opening up in this place. Businesses and business ideas are opening up in this place. His goodness is just overtaking every area of your life. I speak the fullness of God over every area of your life. Open up every area of your life. Thank you, Lord, for healing. Thank you, Lord, for healing in this place. Thank you, Lord, for healing. You might be here and you feel there's a bit of pain on your on your leg, on the left, on close to the hip side. You might be here who is feeling a bit of pain. If you're not, you might have someone whom you know is feeling that pain. We declare the healing of God. We declare the healing of God. We declare the healing of God. We declare healing. Father, we take authority over the power of the enemy and we release the healing, total healing in the name of Jesus right now. We speak the goodness of God. We speak the life of God in fullness, every facet of our life. What are we doing? We are waiting on God. He is the owner of the church. Sometimes we're in a rush to do things, but when he steps in, allow him to be God. Allow him to speak to you. Allow him to minister to you. You are good in this place, Lord. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. I feel a release. I invite you to take your seat. I feel a release this morning to talk about the divine acceleration as we walk in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The past weeks we have, the pastor has been talking about the acceleration and some of the things that comes with the acceleration is resistance. But one of the interesting things about acceleration is it's when you get to overcome the friction, when you get to overcome something that is pushing you back. But what's mighty about the word of God about this is we have a divine accelerator that doesn't have any forces he has to go through. But because of his goodness and his mercy, we are naturally energized to go beyond the, the restrictions, the processes of life because he is God by himself. He has been gifted to the church. But it takes us to take a step and say, Lord, here we are with our hearts. Here we are with our lives. Someone was saying, I wonder what's up with the Christians because they seem to be the people with the most powerful tool in the world and is the most underutilized tool because we lose confidence. We lose confidence in different situations when they come to us, but we have the real stuff. We have God. So today, I'm going to read from John chapter 16 from verse 6. It says, But when the helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby comes, who I will send to you from the Father, that is the spirit of truth who comes from the Father. You will testify and bear witness with me. But you will testify also and be my witness because you have been in me from the beginning. Hallelujah. This is Jesus Christ talking to his disciples. He says to his disciples, 
another one is going to come that is going to stay with you. Jesus Christ is talking in these faces and he's talking about when he's about to leave his disciples. He's, he's about to be crucified and then you, you go on and you talk about the Pentecost. The day of Pentecost when they were promised the gift of the Holy Spirit. That's when it was fulfilled. But one of the things that God says is we need a helper. That's the first thing. It's him who declared we need a helper. When sometimes we talk about the Holy Spirit, we think of all the mystical things, but first and foremost, the Holy Spirit is our helper. He is here to help us. Sometimes you don't know how to pray. Sometimes you don't know how to deal with the situations you're going through in life. Sometimes you don't know what to declare. You don't know who to pray for. You don't know when to pray for. But guess what? We have a helper. God did not leave us alone. God said, I will give you another comfort, another one in place of. That's what it means. And the first thing that we need to realize about God, he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He is always with you in seasons that you think you are in season and out of season. He is God. I liked one of, the, one, of, one, of, one of the quotations that was there or during present worship is about he is never leaving you in any season because he doesn't have a season because you are in spirit. Yes, your life can go through seasons because you are in this world. But guess what? In the spirit, there are no seasons because he's always there for you. When you step out and say, Lord, I realize and recognize that I don't have to be affected by the economic turmoil that is happening around me or the words that are being spoken into my life because you are God, I step into that place. That's when things begin to happen. So God has called a helper to the church. God has called a helper for you and me that we step in to our place. I just drove, when I drove to church this morning, I saw one of the places where I saw some flowers uh, on the road. I saw the other section, flowers on the road. And we are busy listening to all these things and realize something. We have got a helper in us. The helper needs to help us. And when we step out, God will say, just declare life. Declare life. God will begin to work things out. God begin to transform things out. We speak life. We speak life in our roads. We speak life in our young people. We speak life in our elderly. We speak life into our economy. The voice of a believer in this moment is the one that transforms the nation. The voice of a believer in the moment of crisis is the one that separates us from the world. When things are going bad, the helper is there to give us inspiration. The helper is there to strengthen us. The helper is there to help us. We have an ever-present help. Psalms 46, verse 1 to 3. Another thing that, see, I was saying, Pastor was just peeping into some of the things that God has deposited in my heart. It says, he brings the word I've spoken to you into remembrance. And he says, remembrance is not just about remembrance, it's about actioning from that point. The word that God spoke to you in different seasons, in different times, God, the Holy Spirit, will bring you to remembrance, who will help you to action it, who will help you to stand on that word. When we stand on the word of God, when we stand on the very life of God, things begin to happen. 
Trust me, sometimes you go through things that you wonder, God, are you really there? But guess what? He says, I'm here as long as you reach out. God is so excited about you and me. God is so excited about what we are called to achieve in this world. But we have to recognize that he is our help. This is the Holy Spirit that he, he gave us. He has given us the Holy Spirit so that we can be helped in seasons and in out of season. Hallelujah. Next is the comforter. I love this about the Holy Spirit. When people go through tough times and tough seasons in life, one of the primary things that we need to remember and we need to connect to is he is our comforter. We go through pain. Things don't always work the way we want to work. But guess who is our comforter? We find comfort in God. He comforts us in different situations in different places. That's how much he loves us. And he deliberately said, you need a comforter. Jesus Christ declared, the Holy Spirit is going to be your comforter because you need one. Things don't always work the way you think they'll work. But when they don't, and when they do, there is someone who is called to comfort you in every season, in every moment. That's God, the Holy Spirit. And he is in you. But whether you recognize and you take time to realize, Lord, you are my comfort. I want you. Comfort me in this time. Comfort me through my pain. Comfort me through my, my success. Comfort me through my, my, my strength. He is here for you. As long as you step out and say, Lord, this is me and I need to be comforted. Sometimes he comforts us in different ways. Sometimes he speaks to someone. Sometimes he speaks to you in a small, still voice. The onus is on me and you to realize that. Next is the Holy Spirit is the advocate. Why is that we need an advocate? The, the, the interesting thing about this translation is the word that was translated here in most of the Bibles, it actually reflects to how the Jewish court system was, 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 was reflected. And one of the things you find there is the advocate would speak on your behalf. But we have to realize that he is. You go through situations, you're dealing with spiritual growth. You want to say, Lord, I want to jump out of this thing. This thing is weighing me out. I'm not spending enough time. Guess what? You have an advocate. When the accuser comes before the father, or the accuser comes in your life and wants to accuse you of things, he says, I've been washed by the blood of Jesus. We took the communion now. We talked about, the pastor talked about the communion, the washing of the blood of Jesus. It doesn't only just cover, but it actually removes. And in that instance, he says, I am your advocate. I stand in this position and I say, you are clear. Revival is in this place. Lives are being transformed in this house. And when we when we don't have a full frame of what God is doing and how he's doing it, we lag behind. We are not able to support what he's doing in the house. We are not able to support what God is, in, is, 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 is calling us to be. One of the most fundamental things about God is God works in partnership with us. 
When we step out and say, Lord, this is your house. This is you at work. I want to be part of this goodness. I want to operate. I want to cooperate with you. That's when things begin to happen. Intercessor. He is the intercessor. He stands in the gap. Someone gave an illustration of there is the Father and there's Jesus Christ. And between the Father and Jesus Christ, actually, they say, because you are in Christ, you are in there. And what happens, the Holy Spirit begins to operate between the two and saying, Lord, this is what we need to do. This is what we need to equip for faith life. This is what we need to do for Munya. This is what we need to open up for the destiny. He is going in this direction, but we want him to have this resource. These are the relationships we need to take him to the other place. He intercedes when we don't have a capacity sometimes to even know what to pray for. Sometimes life hits you like a train and you don't know what step to take. You turn left and there's a blockage. You turn right, there's a blockage. And God says, I am going to move that stumble before you. And the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. There's no other way. We have to accelerate in this season. Opposition and friction can come in, but we have a greater power in us. We have the life of God in us. It takes us to step into the realm of the uncomfortable right now. Fellowship in the Holy Spirit. Fellowship with God. The past few weeks, we, we have, there's a family who have just been talking about prayer. Going back to the basics. What is prayer? How do we pray? One of the things that God spoke to us clearly, which is very interesting in this season, is sometimes we go through things in life. The first port of call is someone or the point of opposition. But in reality, it will make a lot of difference when you go through something and you first go to God in prayer. You mumble and complain, you do this, you cringe before you have approached your maker. But God has called us to pray. And he has given us an aid to pray. The first part of call in your season, in your life, should be prayer. Sometimes you don't know how to pray, but the Holy Spirit aids you in that moment. The Holy Spirit equips you. The Holy Spirit facilitates the process. The Holy Spirit gives you that liberty. The Holy Spirit stretches out. Wow. <laughs> Oh, you can't talk about him and he doesn't show up. He's in this place. How many of us want that presence of God to overtake our lives? Come on. So much awesome. We're going to pray. We're going to activate. What do we mean? We're going to pray and you're going to receive 
a fresh touch from the Lord. And when you receive that fresh touch from the Lord, don't hold back. Don't hold back. Let's stand up and pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you that you are God. Holy Spirit, we welcome you in this place. Father, fill our lives again. Fill our lives again. Refresh us in this season. Refresh us in this moment. Refresh us in this moment. Refresh us, Lord. We open our hearts to you. Oh, Remondo Robo Zukutola Manderebo Zukutola Manderebo Siala Manderebo. Zala Manderebo Zialama. Begin to pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray if you want this freshness. Open your mouth and begin to say, Lord, Amanderebo Ziala Manderiala Manganderebo Zele Menderebo. You are Manderebo Siala Manganderebo Setele Menderebo Siala. I speak the feeling of the Spirit of God right now. Lord, I release your presence to your people. I release a fresh encounter to your people, to your church right now. I speak transformation right now. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. Father, we thank you for the gift of life in this place. Thank you for healings taking place. Yes, Lord, we thank you that you are God. Thank you, Lord, Father, for transformation. Thank you, Lord, Father, for a new birth. Thank you, Lord, for a refreshment. Thank you, Lord, Father, in the name of Jesus. We welcome you in this place. I can hear you, church. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Open your mouth, begin to pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray. As you step out of your comfort zone, some things begin to shift. Some things begin to transform. Some things begin to manifest in your life. Some things begin to be. Someone is thinking, how do I do this? Just open your mouth. He is here. He's just going to feel you. Open your mouth and begin to speak. He's feeling that mouth. Now we speak the feeling in Jesus' name. We speak the feeling in Jesus' name. Can I get a church that's praying out there? Can I get a church that's praying out there? Feel them, Lord, Father. Refresh this church. Refresh it. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you for refreshing us in a new way, in a new way. Open up the floodgates of heaven, Lord. Oh, release. Open up the floodgates, Lord, Father. We receive you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for your touch. Oh, yes, Lord. It's, it's just the goodness of the Lord just overtaking every one of us in this place. Oh, just, just, 
Just begin to declare His goodness over your life. Just begin to commune with God. Fellowship with God this morning. Oh, yes, Salamande. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> he is a good God in this place. Only one person needs to say yes to his presence. That's all. Only one needs to say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Whoa. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Shalaman. We have a counselor. Wonderful. A friend in need. A friend in this season. And all he is asking from his church is a heart that is willing. A heart that says, Lord, use me. Lord, speak to me. Use my body. Use me. Use me. Use me. We need to make that step. It's a deliberate step we need to take. Your worship will never be the same. Your prayer life will never be the same from this day onwards. As long as you step in and push in and press in and say, Lord, I want you. I want more of you. I, there are millionaires in this house, but they are sitting on it because sometimes you don't get time to pray it through. They are transformation, national transformational people in this house, but you need to pray it through. You need to pray it through. There is a release of healing. There is a release of comfort. There is a release of refreshment in this house. But sometimes we need to pray through. We need to push in. We need to push in. I know it's not, it's not one of those messages, but it's, it's sobering because God wants you to go back to that place where you say, Lord, I just want you. I just want more of you. I just need you in, in the very cracks of my life. I, I just want you in, in the very strongholds of my life. I just want you in the very foundation of my being. I just want that indwelling presence of God. Wow. He's a good God in this place. Come on, say he's a good God. He's a good God. He inhabits the praises of you and me. When we declare his goodness in the house of the Lord, that's when things begin to happen. He is a God of new beginnings. He is a God of transformation. He is a God of life. He is a God of hope. I speak hope. I speak destinies being birthed. I speak doors being opened in this place. I speak lives in this place. We speak, oh man, I'm excited, but someone is saying, what are we doing? This is what the Holy Ghost does. Sometimes he just comes in and he just wants to fellowship. He just wants to connect. He just wants to, oh man, our source of wisdom, the counselor, wonderful. How many of us are refreshed today? Come on, can I have a refreshed church somewhere up there? Hallelujah. 
Awesome. He has done it. Wow. Oh, my man did it, boss. Oh, my man did it, boss. Oh, more is coming. More is coming. A lot of things are changing. Lives are being born right now. Lives are being redirected right now. God is structuring new found, new pillars in your own life. God is yearning for a church that's praying beyond prayer room, beyond prayer room. Our nation really needs people that are praying right now, not people that are complaining. And you and me, we are the gap. When we stand up and we begin to speak that life, things are going to transform. Oh, man, man, the rebel, Zekileman, the rebel, Zetileman, the rebel, Shakalamangan, the bobo. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Oh, he is God all by himself. Hallelujah. I feel a release. I feel a release. Some of you might want to say, I prayed, Lord, but I didn't speak. It's okay. He has filled you up. Let me tell you of my testimony, actually. We went we're at school, um, at a mission school, it was a reformed church, and we're not, when people prayed for us, you know, they were not allowed to lay hands, they were not allowed to do all kinds of things, and then we went for this meeting, and someone prayed for us, and then we received the Holy Spirit. Everyone spoke in this language, and I didn't, and I was just, Lord, what's happening here? And, and I kept on pressing one day in the toilet, because it was not allowed there, I was praying in the toilet after nine. God just came in. It's just a fresh, a fresh, a f something changed in my being. Something changed in my personality. A fresh, just a warm blanket. It's not mystery. You and me can have the same experience. If I can have it, you can have it. Let's go for it. <laughs>